Where's my coffee? Good morning, Dr. Wolfscast. Hey, nurse. Looks like it's going to be another long day. Ugh, another one, huh? What we got? Your first patient. Yeah? Suffering from a lack of composure. Uh-huh. Teamwork. Ugh. His heart is weak. Another one. And he has overinflated expectations. Ugh. Your patient is the 2016 Timberwolf season. What do you prescribe? We'll give him Adderall for the focus issues. Xanax to stop those meltdowns. This cholesterol medication will help with the lack of heart. Doctor, this patient is completely spineless. I can see why. The backbone of this team is tremendously underperforming. Prep him for immediate surgery. We'll have to work quickly. There isn't much time to save this Timberwolf season. What's your prognosis? I'm optimistic the patient's condition will improve, but I'm afraid there's no way he'll survive past April. With any luck, we can make his final few months the best they can be. Let's go to the ER. Welcome to episode 33 of Wolves Cast, the show that's trying to make your heart beat like bass. It's hosted by myself and my brother. I'm Neil. I'm Scott. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's right. We're on a little bit of a, a little wheezy, a little wheezy kick right here. That's a, Man, I forget how classic that album is until I go back to it. And Car- Carter 3. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's so many jams you forget about on that. So. That's right. That's right. Thank well, you for letting us... Uh, He's okay with us cribbing it though, because in the the second verse he talks about uh, how he uses other rapper. You could use other rappers' lyrics, and some call it biting, but he calls it enlightening. Enlightening. Yeah, because he says, uh, "You can live through anything if magic made it." Oh yeah, borrows it. That's right. Shout out to Yeezy. We're feeling the wane, feeling the wane right now, feeling the pain. Whatever, whatever. Welcome Uh, though. We are your doctors. We are going to perform surgery during this episode to help save this Timberwolves season's life. That's right. Keep it going. Make sure that second half. What would be a success? What would be a success? We're going to talk about that on the show. Like that's right. How are we going to spend the rest of the season? We're going to break it down. We got we got lots of season left. Uh, Like twenty five games into the season or something like that. So far, like seventy five percent of the season left. Whoa, uh, that's a lot of games. It'll go by fast though. It will be. It will be gone like that. It will be gone like that. And we're here to, we're here to break it all now. down for Cherish you guys. Thanks so much for listening to our show this week. Uh, be sure to please subscribe to our show. You can do that uh, in whatever podcast app you use. There's probably one built into your telephone device. Or you can do that on your on your you know on your desktop computer. You know, just go into iTunes. Maybe if you get like- there. Getting your uh, parents or your grandparents yeah. some kind of new technology for Christmas. Oh, yeah. You're like setting up their phone. Just roll into their podcast app and subscribe to us anyways, you know? <laughs> they don't have to know that they're slowly losing storage about we'll take, know, 50 we'll, megabytes at a time every we'll, week. We'll take the downloads. We'll take those downloads. Yeah. They so, don't even need to listen. So, yeah, subscribe to our show if you can. You know, you'll get the show as it is released. And then also, we are making show notes for every episode that that would be like links and stuff that we talk about within the show you will see them um within your within your podcast app so that's another cool reason to subscribe um please do that uh today on the show we have headlines we're going to break down the games this week talk a little bit about the state of the team um we also um then have a new parody song this week first of the season that's right a parody song happening um that you will hear very shortly first one of the season as scott just said we have a sponsor um and then we have uh, power rankings a very special holiday edition of power rankings we'll get to that here in a little bit and then of course weekly wolfies and a little game it'll be a good time it'll be a good show 
Scott, let's jump right into it. Let's get to let's get to the games that happened this week. There were three, three games. Had four games last week. This week had three. We're in a weird break right now. Yeah, weird long break. We're recording this on Thursday and Tuesday to Saturday. Tuesday kind of to Saturday break. break. <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know, that means we hopefully got a couple practices in, which yeah. is practice time so rare in the <laughs> NBA season. So with any luck, uh, we got a couple of practices, and maybe we'll actually. Be able to pull off some of Tom Thibodeau's, you know, moves on the offensive and defensive end, actually. Yeah, totally. Okay, so last Friday was um, the game against Detroit. That was a stinker. I see here in the notes that you haven't watched it yet. I don't recommend you do. Yeah, that's the I recommend thing. you stay so away. Maybe the listeners can advise me on this because it's been a conundrum for me where uh, I, I missed it because I came to the Cuckoo Christmas party. Oh, thanks. At your house. I see. in right now. Wow, what sacrifice. And uh, when I got here, you had the game on. Yeah. And I saw it was the fourth quarter, and we were Ooh. down by like 20. It was like the beginning of the fourth quarter, but we were already down by 20. It was just like obvious we were going to lose. So yeah, yeah. I just didn't pay attention to it. And then I saw some stuff on Twitter that was like it was a really hard game to watch. And so now I've got this recording. Two recordings, in fact. <laughs> this is how mental I am, everybody. I missed recording uh, the Detroit game. I missed literally the first like play. Yeah, turned it over in the. It was like eleven twenty on the clock or whatever. I'm like, I missed that first play. So not only did I record the first time through, I went to the midnight version, which is, tends to be condensed, is why you don't want to sure, rely sure. on that, because they break it down into two hours. Yeah. But look at the tip-off in but the first the, play. You definitely do tip-off in first play. So now I have two versions of this game recorded on my DVR, sucking up space. And uh, I got to decide if I, if I want to sit through it and i actually have like one or two of these games just like burning holes in my dvr right now because it's just like i know we lose and i know it's a bad loss yeah but i don't want to not watch it i mean you recorded it twice now i think i've changed my mind you record you went to the effort to record it twice i feel like you should watch it yeah i'm a professional timberwolves podcaster yeah so uh i feel like i would be derelict in my duty i mean we're never going to come back to the detroit game this is it for the detroit game we're only going to talk about it here we're not going to double back to it there's no reason to you should watch it it actually is is better than it, than the overall out, outcome. The first half, obviously good. The Wolves play well in the first half, typically. And even the third quarter, if I'm remembering right, is okay for the first half or whatever until everything falls to pieces. I'll tell you so, the real reason I'm going to watch I it. And that other one from yeah. earlier in the season, yeah. which I'm blanking on right now, that was also a terrible uh, loss. Yeah. Uh, because I've seen every Ricky Rubio NBA game. Oh, you got to keep the streak alive. You got to keep the streak going. Yeah. And it's like you're talking about like this big gap, like Tuesday to Saturday, like – you know, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think you have league pass. It's like if you need an NBA game to watch one night, you just pop that on. You got yeah. one right there. So I think there there will be there will come a time where where that game is calling to you. It's the, true. The Pistons came. I'm going uh, to have some free time and work. It wasn't very good, but a weeks, um, you good. know something I something I think is fun to watch, and it reminds me of Thibodeau. Is this is second year under under Van Gundy for for the Detroit Pistons, mm. and man, their defense has really come around. So and uh, like, I think it can be like a template is this year for what two or year three with Van Gundy year two. It's two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, it's very similar. He's got the he's got the front office and the coach, right? And maybe hopefully like Tibbs. Like I remember when Van Gundy got there, he inherited the Joe Dumars situation, mm-hmm. the, the mess that Joe yeah. Dumars left. Yeah. And shouts to Joe Dumars with two phones in his hands on Twitter with the photo. I love that photo where he's got two phones in his hands, both of them bad deals. <laughs> talking on both two phones. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, Dumars left a mess, so it took a while. Uh, but this offseason, Van Gundy was able. He spent actually all of last season trading away the players he didn't want. He yeah. got Tobias Harris. Yeah, like he got Marcus Morris. Is Marcus yeah. Morris that he got? Yep. And so like he spent the year acquiring the players he wanted through trades, and then spent the offseason signing the players he wanted. So he it took him a year and a half to build the team he wanted. Yep. Yeah. So I think that's definitely something you can look at as a Wolves fan and think, all right, that, that should be maybe a model to follow. And things aren't all lining up right now for the Thibodeau era, but you know, I think obviously we gotta give him time. You gotta give him this isn't this is the roster he chose by picking this job, but it's not the roster he has created necessarily. So you know, big changes I think on the horizon. And and the and, question though is like, I don't know how many big changes because like the the things that, that might change I guess are like Shabazz, Ricky, Tyus, those kind of things. But he chose Dunn. He chose yep. uh, Brandon Rush and Aldrich, yep. and he came here knowing he was going to keep Cat and Wiggins. Yeah, and he signed Gorgie to a man, man, like a really good deal. I yeah. mean, it was a team friendly deal. Gorgie could have gotten more money on open market. I like that deal we gave for Dorgie. sure. But he's already like locked himself into a lot of players, and so well, I think to an extent more than Van Gundy did when he got to Detroit. Van Gundy got to Detroit, and he said the only guy who's staying here is Drummond. You yeah, know? yeah. And I think it's more almost it's yeah it's roster build, but it's also like being able to put your system in having guys in year two finally being able to have a better grasp of that. You know, it changes is you know lots of different ways to kind of look at that. So hopefully other changes coming for the Wolves as well. Similar to that, because, man, Detroit has one of the best defenses in the league. They're playing well in D right now. You can see it in that game. Well, I um, mean, does anyone have an answer for Andre Drummond? That guy is a force. He had, like, 22, like, he had 22 rebounds in the, in the game against I, the Wolves. He had 20 and 20. Imagine, like, uh, Nikola Pekovic, and then a level him up. Healthy. One. Like, have him evolve one, because yeah. it's like he's bigger than Pekovic. He's stronger more than Pekovic. Yeah. More athletic than Pekovic. He's got more hair on his back. He's that kind of just, like brute force at wall yep. that mountain you know and it's crazy um he's really fun to watch i love andre that's another good reason why i should watch the pistons yeah game. yeah he had a nice game uh let's move on to sunday night a game you did watch uh the big the big uh matchup versus golden state the darlings of the league everyone wants to see golden state play etc cetera, etc cetera. the wolves have already already played them once this season in uh oakland but this was the first time um they came to Minneapolis to play. The Wolves lost 108 to 116. Awesome game. Wearing the blue uniforms at home for some reason. Yeah. I My mean, least favorite of the Wolves uniforms. Because when you're home, that's their choice. Like, that's the Wolves' choice to do that. And I, I'm very interested by that. Because you see it, it like, all, it when we're on the road, sometimes, like, a team will do that yeah. where they play the Well, it's way. like uh, the best example is the Cavs in the finals last year. They yeah. won in Game 5 in Oakland with the in Black the jerseys. Yep. So then they chose to wear those same jerseys again in Cleveland for Game 6 and then again in Oakland. So it's like home road. It doesn't matter. We're wearing these black jerseys. So even though the Wolves lost in their last game against uh, Golden State, you think they were trying to get that magic back from, from Oracle Arena last April? When they wore those blue jerseys uh, against the team, did they wear the blue jerseys? I think they did. If I'm remembering right, that game they won in April, they were wearing the blue jerseys. They might have been wearing the alternate I think, no, blacks. I think, I think you're I right think about that. Wearing so. the blue—that's the only explanation I can think of. I—I <laughs> I, I hope not. Or but it's just like a, they're, it's they're like, like that. They're like watching. And they're like, well, we wore the blue jerseys last yeah. time. Maybe the blue jerseys have the trick. It could be. Yeah, it's probably more of like a just general. Let's mix it up. Yeah, like not not a specific matchup. Just like well, let's let's play in our road jerseys. The twins at let home. the starting pitchers decide which ones they wear. Oh, every nice. day? Uh, well, every game. Uh, well, I mean, on Sundays, I think they are always yeah. wear the throwback ones on Sundays. So some days they have, like, traditions. But otherwise, yeah, they let their starting pitcher decide. And uh, so maybe it's like that where, like, 
different players decide. Yeah. So Wolves, um, you know, neck and neck in this game, even up, uh, I think, eight points going into the fourth quarter um, and then get Might outscored. Might have been up 10. Might have been up 10. Get outscored uh, like 38 to 15 or something like that in the fourth um, and lose the game as most people <laughs> expected uh, against the powerhouse that is the Golden State Warriors at home. Scott, what were you thinking about when you were watching this game? What, what do you have to say about the loss versus Golden State? I don't think Kevin Durant likes Minnesota. Really? Like, I, doesn't like being here I don't, after the whole Monica like, Wright situation? Maybe that's what it is. Is that Always her name? Always something it, there I, I get, to remind me. I get her confused with someone yeah, else. No, is it Monica Wright? Yeah, it's Monica Wright. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Former fiance of yes, Kevin Durant. He yes. broke it off. Left her in the wow. lurch. Like cold-hearted, cold-hearted assassin that he is. Cold-blooded. No heart. Yeah. But anyways. Like Slim Reaper. Durant. I've seen several bad. I mean, let me say this. I've seen a lot of Thunder games at at the Target Center. Yeah. And the number of times Durant has killed us in the fourth quarter. Just come down and kept popping those lawn twos, (laughs) shot after shot, making all of them. He has destroyed us. Yeah. But I've also seen three of Durant's worst games in the Target Center. And one of those was this game. He played poorly. Clay, all the other people kind of rose up. He didn't have a great game. But two other ones that I just wanted to share. One time, I remember we were at this game. It was one of the seasons we had season tickets. J.J. Barea was pestering Durant. And Durant was getting so angry at Barea. Getting offensive fouls and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, Durant just lost his cool and cussed at the ref. And just like, it was like shocking. Because at this time, it was still, KD's a good kid. Yeah. Like media narrative where it's like, Kate. There is no dark KD. Disney KD. And so, yeah, Disney KD. So KD just like cussed his fucking mind out yeah. at the ref, and the ref teed him up, and he had to go to the bench. I was oh like, JJ, under your skin. Didn't he have like almost 50 points when we saw him last year when we got to sit close? Shouts to Jeff Munichie. Like, didn't he yeah. have like Yeah, a that crazy was the game, game where he just kept coming like in the fourth and just hit everything. So, I, once again, not saying he can't do well here, but the you other just time, he doesn't like it. He I have doesn't seen, prefer to play here. Here's something I can always say, and I will always say. I saw a game where Ricky Rubio outscored Kevin Durant. Happened one time at the Target Center. I don't know. I was there. So he's had a few bad games at the Target Center, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's That's cool. But yeah, that game, uh, I thought it was good. I thought the Wolves, you know, hung tight. I think uh, Jim Peterson mentioned in the game that it felt like Golden State was kind of just like biding their time and was going to strike when the moment was right in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Steph wasn't really shooting the ball. Like, like they didn't just look literally not taking shots. Like, he was kind of just facilitating, letting it go, and it kind of did feel like a walk in the park. Kind of maybe a little bit of fool's gold there for the first three quarters for the Wolves. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Toying with us, if you will. Yeah, this team's not worried. They know that they can score in bunches. Yeah, so they, they got like blown they, out the night before was the thing, you know, in Memphis. So it's kind of weird to think that they were just cakewalking through this game. But, I don't know, I think they do have it like that. They're, well, they're an amazing can, team. when you can turn it on when you need to and score 38 and a quarter and just be like oh yep of course you don't learn your lesson of course you're just like i'll keep cakewalking yeah man 38 in the fourth that was that was something they just turned on the burners right there that was that was quite the game but do you know they blew a 3-1 lead in the finals oh the unanimous mvp (laughs) facts it happened. Uh, yes, that was that was quite a game. And I think, you know, something that I wrote down on this game was from the post comment post game comments from Thibodeau. He said, quote, We don't know how to play with the lead yet. And I thought that was interesting and kind of does uh, you know, then then of course a couple nights later they hold the lead in Chicago and, and finally win. But I think overall it is true, especially when that lead is ten plus points or fifteen plus points, even if it is yeah. early in the game. The the team doesn't know what to do when they have that lead and how to continue to play. I thought that was very apt. Hey team, here's the secret. 
gather in. Huddle up. <laughs> get You're, close. Get close. Coach Scott got the knowledge. Oh, boy. Here's how you play when you have the lead. How you the do same it. as when you have the, the deficit when you're not <laughs> the lead, you know? Just play the same way. Play hungry. Always yeah, want more keep hoops. scrapping. Like, play like your Shabazz Muhammad finally getting minutes. And he's so hungry for those buckets. You give Shabazz garbage time, and he plays like it's the fourth quarter, game seven of the finals, you know? So yeah. play like your Shabazz Muhammad getting minutes, please. Um, I also noted something about the post game. Uh, Cat had a very dour interview with Marty. Um, oh yeah, just kind of like Cat has been really depressed Ooh, lately. He's poor just guy. really just seems like every subsequent <laughs> interview as this week has been going on, or I mean, the season's been going on. Yeah. It's just a sadder and sadder version of Cat that <laughs> Life we're seeing. Is hitting him. Yeah, I think Cat. Uh, he looks like he's in the part of the sports movie where he needs to learn how to have like f- have fun and love the game again. Yeah, because he's taking it way too hard. And like, I understand he's got not only like, did he come out saying like I got it from here, KG. They're still showing those ads. Change, change his face. Be happy. Enjoy. It. And he's Ricky to tell him. Yeah, and Ricky's not have that advice. Ricky is having a hard season. He's not giving out that advice. In general, there's no joy on this team. Yeah, these guys are not having fun, and that makes it a little not fun to watch. I mean. It's it's hard to say like oh yeah you guys are losing a ton have fun yeah. you know like try and enjoy it guys you know it's one of those uh, chicken egg scenarios people always say yeah. do losing teams have bad chemistry because it's hard to have good chemistry when you're losing or do they lose because their chemistry is bad like which right. causes which and so um, like of course these guys are not having fun anymore because <laughs> they're losing so much and they had they all had playoffs in their you know schedule books. And they're seeing that kind of go out the window, and they're realizing how much harder this is than they probably thought it was going to be. Yeah. And so uh, the the joy is gone, though. And like (laughs) to see it even go from Ricky, Mister Change His Face himself. You know, like Ricky's not having, he's not smiling, man. He's not smiling. No one's smiling. Yeah. Need some smiles. Yeah, especially not after these losses. Uh, But they did get the win a couple nights later. As we just alluded to. Yeah, that's good. You go into your four-day like break, get a little your break. little mini vacation. Get and a little, yeah. You go Riding well, high. Yeah, maybe you get some smiles and keep it going. You know it'll come with the winning, but uh, man, we got to get those wins first. That's right. It's hard to do when you're sad. You they need- go into Chicago on Tuesday and win 99 to 94 uh, after going down 26 to 6. In the opening minutes of the game, the opening five minutes oh of the game. Oh my God, I was, was a beatdown. Uh, uh, the the Wolves, uh, terrific listeners of this podcast who also come to trivia, will know I was at the table just like between trivia live? questions. Yeah, on mic, oh. on mic, just being like, "Why do the Wolves hate me?" Just like because it was twenty six to six. Oof! It's like what? Come on, yeah, this has got to be a joke, right? That this was a, a terrible beginning. With the silver lining of going down twenty six to six is that it's the very opening run of the whole game. And no matter what, no matter it really has nothing to do with Chicago. The team that goes down, they're coming back. You know, yeah. if a team goes down big in the first half, like Talked they're coming about this back. Before. Rubber band AI. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like you know that was coming back. NBA Jam is gonna cheat. When now, you're or you're when you're up big in the third quarter of NBA Jam, you know your opponent's gonna start hitting all crying the crazy threes and you're gonna start missing all of your way open dunks. Okay, quick aside on that. Something I saw recently. I was at a home where they had you remember like the Guinness Book of World Records, like actual books? Oh yeah. That you get at the library. I was looking at a video games one from like two thousand eight. Turn to the NBA jam or the NBA 
NBA page, like the basketball page, yeah. and they have like records for like the like the largest margin of victory in all these basketball games. Yeah, the largest margin of victory, the world record for the largest margin of basketball victory in the NBA Jam was thirteen points. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so it like, That's so believable. That's so believable. Anybody who's played NBA Two K and is listening to this has had a game where they won by forty. Everyone <laughs> has had that kind of game. That is incredible. But you can't win by more than ten in NBA. Yeah, in NBA no, Jam. NBA Jam will not allow it. So that's what I'm saying. That's what uh, it kind of feels like in the NBA sometimes when the team gets up big in the first. It's it's like only natural it's going to get even. They're coming back. Yeah, it's too long of a game. So yeah, so the, the Wolves did indeed come back in I Chicago. think some of that too is like the referees also are swayed by that. When they see it as a blowout, they tend to swallow sure. the whistles a little bit on one way and blow them more the other way. And that's like whatever team is down, not an anti-pro yeah. Wolves thing. So. Yeah, so... Um, they got to make it competitive. So yeah, the, wolf, the Wolves um, turned on the defense at the, in the second half. I believe they had a really great second half defensively. Um, they held the t- they held held the Bulls to ninety four points. I think like ten of the games before that, the t- the, their opponents were over 100, 105. So that was great to see to see them second, lock down that second team. win of the season where we didn't score hundred. Uh, wow, which is good stat. Saying something it means yeah. we're we're grinding, grinning, grind. Um, the Bulls though, the offense. The Bulls are like the Timberwolves from last year. They uh, mm. don't shoot threes. They, They're 29th in the league in three-point attempts. They actually don't have the personnel. Sam yeah. Mitchell last year tried yeah. to say we didn't have the guys. The Bulls don't yeah. actually They literally don't. don't. The They've got Rondo and Wade out here. And yeah. like Taj, Butler. Taj, Taj, Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson yeah. and, uh, and Robin Lopez as well. <laughs> like, there's just no shooters, you know? Wow. yeah. When Jimmy Butler is your best starting shooter, that's saying Crazy. something. Yeah. And so, like... They live at the free throw line. That's where their effective shooting goes up. Otherwise, they are just taking long jumpers pretty much. Mm. Long. (laughs) Emphasize that, G. Yeah. Uh, They're just taking those jumpers. And we kept them off the line, and they didn't take a bunch of threes. And so that's a hard way to score offense. We kept them under 20 points in three of the quarters. Wow. Yeah. That was a really fun game to watch, save for the opening. (laughs) Yeah, opening. Yeah, we were. I was rewarded for sticking around. Is what it is, you know. Um, Towns undefeated in Chicago, Ooh. undefeated in the United Center. Is that right? Did yeah. we win there last year? Yeah, I was we, thinking back to two seasons ago when the team won in Chicago and then Atlanta. Or was that last season? That was last season. See, that was a great stretch. It was last like an season. overtime game last season. Yeah. Towns had some great plays. Wiggins had some great plays in overtime. Wow, that was last season. So now it seems like uh, we always play there, like in the first two months of the season, right? For some it's, reason, yeah, we always get the Bulls done we're early. early. And then they usually come later. Yeah. Here. Anyways, because um, I've gotten Bulls tickets as Christmas yeah, gifts yeah, yeah. before. Um, good Christmas gift if you want to give course, me a gift. We'll get course. to that a later. Teaser for later. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, it was funny because the uh, United Center, I, we were watching this at Trivia and I just heard a random person at Trivia say, uh, are they having a throwback 90s court for this game? Like, I was like, nah, it's just when, you know, when you, you were as good, the Bulls. when you were as good in the 90s as they were. Why do you change your court? You yeah, know they're not yeah. going to go away from that era. They that changed peak. like the side or the the baseline out of bounds this year, like for the Bulls. Like yeah, the, they like, changed the, the font. font. Yeah. They made it smaller, which is good. But other than that, the logo is like a classic NBA logo. Yeah, That's not going you anywhere. You can't mess with that court, so yeah. they're not going to change that. I mean, yeah. You can't mess with those jerseys either. Small tweaks. Like, best jerseys yeah. in the league, probably too. Yeah. So I mean, they're like the Celtics at this point. They're just cemented so into classic. their like jerseys and probably court design. Yeah. Um, but yes, very good game. That was fun to watch. Felt like I tweeted this. Felt like sort of a, you know, a, a stepping stone game. Felt like a game to build upon. Especially, you know, it, it's hard to talk about. You know, it's like you, the, I think this team, obviously with Thibodeau at the helm, gets preached. You have to do it with defense. You know, our our everything rides on how well we defend. You guys are fine on offense, obviously. 
but to actually have it happen in the game and be the reason why you won and have it to be something that you can point to and say, let's keep doing that. Hopefully, well, also, that's a template for what they can do going forward. Defense absolutely. and then running on the defense. And that's just Transition. it. Like, this is the first game Like I felt like, oh, these guys want to win because they're actually running really hard. They play great transition defense. We usually get killed yep. in transition because we only run hard when we have the ball in our hands because yes. we want to score and we yes. don't want to do the hard work of like mm-hmm. running back and you know just in case like the guy on the breakaway layup. <laughs> Listen, guys, I feel you. This is my pickup ball game. I, I'm as guilty as anybody. I, uh, you know, I don't believe in running very hard. Um, but sometimes in pickup basketball, you see that person break away and you do have to just be that trail who runs back just in case he misses in it. In case you know? he misses, snatch so, the board. I understand. It's hard to motivate yourself to go, like go like 100% on a play. You're probably not yep. going to make a block or a stop or even influence. But they actually played like they wanted it. How many times did we see someone get the ball and just like – like the Towns dunk where he got the block and then he dunked it on the other end. Yeah. Like that was him outrunning Bulls defender. He can do that. And that's, we just need these guys to give a shit. Like, yeah. I mean, they have no, that's what I was saying in the, the Wheezy skit, man. They got no heart. And this is the first game where we've run harder and played harder than our opponents. We just wanted it more. Yeah. And it's just, that's the thing is like, it just seems like we want to win. We get frustrated when we don't win. You could tell the team is taking it hard. But when they're on the court, they're not playing with the effort that is a team that like really wants to win. I think like that's a little of the problem with like Towns, Wiggins, Levine, this core three that they've got is they're not sacrificing anything for each other right now because they're all just playing like they want to get their 20 and 10. They all want to get their stats. They all want to, you know, whatever. They're all, they're not playing like, oh, I'm going to sacrifice to make this whole thing work. They're just playing like, oh, I need to get mine on offense and then who cares on defense, you know? Well, and it's compounded by the fact that they talk such a big game about it and they they say all the right things and they seem to have the right attitude about it, but it's hard. When and I'm don't. sure their heart is even in the right place. And I think this is where, when you talk about youth, I think this is where it comes in because I think there's a difference between them. I think they do want to play hard. I think they do mean what they say. But I don't think they understand what it actually means to put that into practice in the game. So, and I think that's what I mean by this hopefully being a stepping stone, this being a template. Hopefully, this kind of is a light bulb is like, oh, that's what that means. Right. Like these little things we're talking about running back on defense, that kind of thing. Um, these are the things that we need to do to to bring home what we're talking about in the press after the games on how it's on us and, and how we need to work harder and how we're just going to work our butts off on the off scenes and stuff like this is where it comes into play. Well, we see it too with them. Like they, they want to take so much responsibility for this that they go into hero ball mode. Yeah. I noticed there was a possession. There's a lot of possessions. I was writing about this problem and then this possession happened where we come down the court and we pass it once or zero times, yeah. one pass or zero passes before our shot goes up. And Levine did this twice in the same possession where he brought it down, jacked it up. You know, someone got a rebound, kicked it back to him. He ran another play where he didn't pass it to anyone, took a shot and missed again. And it's just like, I know, Zach, you're trying to be aggressive when you're out there, you know, on the bench unit and stuff. But it's just like, we got to move the ball, you know, like you make three or four passes on an offensive possession, please. I'd like to see it. It must be hard to want to play hard and to have that adrenaline, to want to be the guy, but then also to... To, to be unselfish yeah. and to make that extra fast. That must be so hard. And that's another thing that I think these young guys are learning yeah. <laughs> as the season goes on. And that's what makes it fun. I don't know. I mean, it's been hard this season, but a game like that Bulls that Bulls game kind of reminds us all why it's, this is this is why we it watch this so stuff. It felt so good, it's man. We, it's, it's, uh, uh, maybe it's because the wins have been – I've been taking the losses. Like 
It's just so depressing to see the win. losses. It was, it, was a, it was especially good win. It was even, a good, even with all the Thibodeau stuff. I felt Chicago really stuff. good. I felt really good after this. This like me too. I, I needed this win, and it's uplifting. And the we get it, we just it, get marinated in it for a few days. We don't have to play like a back to back the next night that we get blown out and feel bad about. It's we good. all we all needed that right there. <sighs> I hear that. Um, you cool. know what else we need right now? What's that? We need some new music. Okay. New parody okay. song. Okay, I like that. Uh, people, we have become world-renowned for our parody songs, That's including right. all about Shabazz and uh, <laughs> CKG Now. Yeah, KG Now. Uh, both. That was right, by the way. We, we put out a song called CKG Now. and It was too late. And it it yeah, was too late. Yeah, it was a Justin gone. Bieber parody. You can go check that out. You can uh, still see KG on Area 21 yes, every Thursday every, night. Every Thursday TNT. night. Uh, Which is this week's literally the best part of... Yeah. Inside now, yeah. like hands down, like it's the only reason I'm recording inside every week. Yeah, throw 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 it to the KG Area 21. Yeah, let me see that. So okay, good. so this week, um, this week we have a parody song that uh, parody um rapper DMX's song "Party Up," um, and is a hit song from like 15 years ago. You guys all know the one, um, and it was inspired by a tweet I saw. Um, I need to find this fella's tweet. But uh, our, our, uh, someone who we follow online is a Wolf Twitter, Miles Brown, retweeted him. And it said, uh, Tom Thibodeau sounds like DMX. Yeah. <laughs> and that just got my mind thinking, what if we made a DMX Thibodeau song? And so we made a little jam for you. My weekly uh, Thibodeau note, how I always record things I like to hear him scream was, Go in. <laughs> go in. Go in. Go in. I don't know if that means like go into the paint yeah, or no, get the it, shot to go in. No, that was that was an instruction. He doesn't care. Oh, okay. He doesn't yell at the basketball in the yeah. air. He yells at his players to do stuff. <laughs> okay, so right now, world premiere time. Uh, uh, we have, uh, we, we're calling this song Coach Him Up instead of Party Up. It's Coach Him Up. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Here we go. Arr, arr, Y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me call time out Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me lose my cool Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me trade with you Up in here, What's up? up in here I'm gonna take us to the playoffs and yeah, go be quick I start 321, you roads to suck my hood And all those other guys we run with the bench Cause they not sick How we gon' win treating games like a picnic Every day I say it we need more grit. Way down in our core grit. Go do more grit. Yo, remind me of a strip club. Cause every time I come around, it's like, what? I'm too old for the strip club. And I don't know sometimes just who I'm parking to. You wanna be here I am. Let me do, do what, what I, I do. do. Or you gon' find yourself buried in the back of the West. And you swore that I was the best. Defense has been an issue. Searching for a fix of that, but look at the long view. The flat out strong view. That's why I'm in this place that you might call my realm. A dark room watching game now. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me call timeouts. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me trade Romeo. Up in here, up in here. Shout out to Dolph Rivers. Ice. Shout out to KG. Go, go. Shout out to Mad Name Movies. Get him. Shout out to Wolfcast! Great show, great show! Shout out to the Tim's Bullet Pin! Ice! Close the gap! Shout out to Salem, Massachusetts! 
Salem State University. Go Vikings. Go, go. Get him. There it is, right there. Oh. World, world premiere style, everybody. So good. We good job, Neil. This is coach my, that's my first time hearing it. You might have heard me giggle a little in the back. That was top notch. That's oh, our thanks. best best one yet. I'm glad you like it. That's it's going uh, to be a hit. It's always easier for, for me, at least, to parody rappers. Yeah, you because know, you know you are notes. by your your day job kind is of my day job. professional rapper. Yeah, and I can't really sing, so if we have to, you know, have someone sing, we have to get guest yeah, vocals. Yeah, no, it's always guest vocals. <laughs> Neither of us can sing. We're both were drummers, by the way. <laughs> no, so. yeah, we're drummers. We're rhythm people. We don't really know how to hit notes. But but yeah, that's bravo. That's the song right there. Thank you so much. Uh, you can check that out. We'll have it up on YouTube. We'll have you, a download link yeah, for you, you, so you can listen to it without hearing me giggle in the background. <laughs> yeah, but totally. that was my first time hearing. It was so good. Did you know that party? Up by DMX was nominated for a Grammy. Did it win? I, I don't think so. It oh. was nominated for Best Rap Performance. Oh, man. I feel like it deserves it. Also, Swiss Beats made that beat. Alicia Keys' husband, Swiss Beats. Wow. Yeah. Swiss. I was researching some DMX. Do you know what DMX stands for? Um, It's Death Motocross. <laughs> Almost. Dark Man X. Dark Man X? He is Dark Man X. X just stands for X. X. Just Dark Man X. Dark Man X. That song is bad. If you listen to the lyrics in that song, it's bad. It's just like him bragging. It's just like terrible braggadocio rapper guy like, you suck. No wonder uh, it was a hit in the early 2000s uh, on MTV, right? That was like most of it. None (laughs) of it makes any sense. It's very nonsensical. None of it has to roll together. I don't know. It's it's crazy. And also the song is called Party Up, but he doesn't say the word party or, uh, you know, it's up in here. Yeah. But he doesn't say party at any point. Like, I guess it makes sense. It's kind of like a club banger, but like the whole song is him just dissing people. So. Bragging. Very, very strange. Um, yeah. Everyone should listen to, I like the DMX XX mashup. Okay. DMXX. Oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, the they, band do a, XX. they do a mashup of that song and uh, Untitled, I think, is the song. Okay. It's really good. You Check should find it out. on the internet. He's also, did you see the movie Top 5 with Chris Rock? Yeah. He's got that cameo. Oh, that's right. Smile! Yeah. He's like talking about slanting. Stick shaking. around to the end. You'll see DMX in that. It's a good cameo. All right, well, you know what time it is. Time to get paid. Speaking of DMX and rap lifestyle, got to get that money, everybody. So, today's no difference. We got a new product from Timberwolves R&D. They came out with this. So smart. It's the Timberwolves Happy Light. Oh. We're in the dark season, Neil. The Happy Light. Days are getting shorter every day. Scott, can you tell me about what a Happy Light is? I'd be happy, too. Oh, Oh, I like that. A Happy Light. And this is a real thing, everybody. Okay. We make we make up some sponsor ads, but sure. this is this is legit. Well, a happy light is a real thing. The happy light is a real thing. <laughs> what you do is it's a light that's supposed to simulate the kind of uh, vitamin D boost you get from the sun. Okay. It's no, it's not a, a mystery to anyone or a secret that the sun makes you feel good. It's Going out in the sun, yeah, it's you get vitamins from it, and you don't get that sunlight because the sun doesn't rise until you're at work, and then it sets before you leave work. The winter is is the worst for that. Yeah. Yeah, we can all agree. And that's so, why, like, people like in Norway and Sweden and stuff, like at this time of the year, they don't get any light. They have like crazy high depression rates and stuff. And this seasonal is, depression. What's that called? Seasonal. Yeah, seasonal affect disorder. Yes, SAD. Very real. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of my friends have happy lights. You put them in front of you, and you just like have this light like really close to your face. Okay. And you just like chill with this light next to your head for like half an hour or something. So this is a Timberwolves version of it. Yes, it has a photo of. Ricky Rubio smiling. 
Perfect. Uh, and it radiates light, just like Ricky's smile. Aww. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's recommended you turn it on for the second half of the game. Turn it on at the beginning of the third. Okay, okay. By the end of the fourth, win or lose, you're going to be feeling better. It's a long season. It's a dark season. Winter is here, everybody. And the season has been depressing enough to get started. You just need so, that extra light sometimes while you're watching games or after that game has been disappointing you. Right. We've turn all, on the Timberwolves happy light. The Timberwolves happy light. So <laughs> uh, it's going to be, you know, at the Skyway store down by the Target Center. That's or right. you can order it online at their terrible web commerce that the NBA does. Man, their store is so bad. I think their store is so bad so you buy it on Amazon. because Yeah, they just want you to navigate God, away. It, it's so bad. But you can buy it there as well. The but they're a sponsor, so go get it there. So get, go get it there or buy it, at, <laughs> buy it at a game. Go to a game, buy it, bring it home. It's long winter. Take care of yourselves, everybody. Timberwolves Happy Life. All right, we want to say thank you very much to Timberwolves Happy Life for sponsoring today's episode. Appreciate that, you guys. All right, time to move on. Next segment, Scott. It's time for Power Rankings. Power. All right, Scott, let's rank it up. What are we ranking today? What's uh, what's on tap for us? It's time for Timberwolves gift guide. Okay. We've chopped this up a lot of different ways before. This time, we're not making up gifts for the Timberwolves to give each other. Oh, yeah. We're not making up <laughs> gifts that would be good for each Timberwolves. This is actual stuff for Wolves fans. Maybe the Wolves fan in your life. Maybe you're like me, and you have uh, one of your family members still asking you for more gift ideas. <laughs> this is probably a great All place right. to start. In fact, right. I guarantee you I'm going to take one of these ideas and pass it along. There it is. We're kind of late in the game as far as uh, holiday shopping goes, but not Actually, too late. not, not too, too late. late. You'll no. be surprised uh, working at prettygoodgoods.org, where you yes. can buy your public radio gifts shout and out, support Minnesota yep, Public yep, Radio yep. and Scott, your favorite Timberwolves <laughs> podcast host. Um, prettygoodgoods.org, everyone. Um I I just I was shilling and I forgot. No, oh yeah, no, we can ship. We can, we can yeah. ship all the way to the twenty third. Okay, you can get express shipping on the twenty third. Yeah, I think because Christmas falls on a Sunday this year. Christmas is like is is depending on when you're listening to this about a week away, and so I, I think if you order you know late this week or early the week of Christmas, you'll be okay. So and, and this stuff too is might maybe stuff that you can get year round. It's not not most of it is not explicitly Christmas stuff. I would say. I already got your Christmas gift. Oh, thank you. Already I'm not sure if it's too. enough, though. I might need to get something else. Eh, it's enough. We'll see. It's all good. <laughs> Scott, let's get, get us kicked off here. What's uh, what's number nine on our power rankings list? we got nine things for you here. All right. It's this dope print. Let's Aaron Kaiser? I think Aaron Kaiser. Kaiser. K-I-Z-E-R. That's right. It's this awesome cat rookie of the year print. Yeah, it's up here. This is great because uh, I've admired this. It's in their studio. It's hanging above the desk. Yes, and, um, it's in our, it's in our I've admired it, studio. but I always thought that it was a one-off kind of thing. Like I mm. thought, I don't, I like, oh man, Neil was probably at some kind of like convention or right, somewhere. Right. We saw this. I got it on eBay. I was like, man, that's so cool. Neil's always got the cool stuff. And I just found out tonight that it's commercially available for everybody. That's right. It's this really cool print of Cat. He's kind of like in a, he looks like he's about to shoot a free throw, kind of like looking up towards the hoop kind of yeah. hopeful gaze, but it's got this really cool art uh, brush pattern going on. It's very, um, kind of like a post-expressionist kind of art style to yeah, it. brush style, a couple different colors, lots of red, lots of blue, lots of dark blue and black and stuff. It's just kind of, yeah, a nice little like portrait painting of Cat. 
Um, again, it's very arty. We'll have links to all these things in our show notes. Okay, uh, so which you can we see. We don't have to tell you the so, hyperlink yeah, right we're, now. We're going to have to, you know, we're going to be describing a lot of items to you right now. And and hey, you know what? We'll tweet them out too on Wolf's Yeah, Cast. yeah, we'll tweet all these at things out so you can check them out and read along as we do this. But yeah, um, it's only fifty bucks. Uh, the cat. Rookie of the Year print. This came out the end of the year last year. He had Cat signed a bunch of them, so you can get the unsigned print for $50, or you can get one of the signed ones for like $150 or something. So check those out. Uh, number eight on our list is also a Carl Anthony Towns item. It's uh, his Nike Hyperdunk Player Edition shoe. That's right. I just saw Cat uh, tweet about this. Yeah, he actually, yeah, he put up a picture I saw it on, I think, on Instagram or on, on, um, or on Snapchat snaps. or something. Like, he was holding it. I think he was at MOA. Yeah, the, with House, it, of the House of Hoops. I didn't know they had this shoe. Um, the link we'll have is to a, actually a store in, like, uh, Taiwan or something like that that, that has, uh, or the Philippines or something that has them for sale online. Um, and you can buy them there. The 150 I, I was at the House of Hoops, like, two weeks ago. Oh, did you see it? No. Oh, it okay. There, so, so maybe it's new. It's so, new. yeah, go run out and get it. It's beautiful. It's a Hyperdunk shoe. It's like gray, cool gray color with with blue. It's his cat on the tongue. Yeah. So there are four player edition shoes um, um, this season that Nike's doing. Some of them are Hyperdunk. Some of them are another one. Um, it's Demarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Paul George, and and Carl Anthony Towns. So good company there for him to be in for these cool player edition shoes. Yo, Fink, if you listen to the pod, hook it up. I'm still playing in those Humber- <laughs> hyper dunks you got me four years ago. Daddy could use a new pair. Daddy. Let's make it work. Cat. Cat hyper dunks. <laughs> All right, let's go to number seven. Something that uh, is Andrew Wiggins recommended. Call of Duty. Infinite Warfare is the new one. They just remastered Modern Warfare. I'm, guess, I'm guessing that Cat, or Wiggins is more of a Modern Warfare kind of guy, but I'm really? not What's sure. What's the difference? Uh, it, Modern Warfare is a remastered version of a super popular uh, iteration that okay. came out about seven years ago or okay. so. And Infinite Warfare is the new one. I could see him playing both. You know Activision sending him the free copies and oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Wiggins came out and said when he saw his NBA 2K17 ranking, he said, that's why I play Call of Duty instead. <laughs> so yes. get on Call of Duty. You can find Andrew Wiggins Twitch channel yeah. see what his username is he'll be on there and I wouldn't recommend playing against him because as we broke down on the show last year when we watched <laughs> the live stream of the Activision sessions yeah. Wiggins is a killer yeah he doesn't care about the objective objective he just cares about his kill to death ratio. The animal out there kill to death ratio very nice number six is a, another print this one comes to us from pure hoop you can find them at purehoop.bigcartel.com and they have they did a couple different uh, prints for the beginning of this season um, that kind of feature some of like you know four different players. This one's called. There's a Wolves one called the Pack, and uh, it's very cool. It f- features uh, Towns, Wiggins, Levine, and Chris Dunn actually, and they're kind of like in like a very dark, snowy wood situation. I think they have like like kind of like gleaming like white eyes, like kind of like you would if you shined a light at like a wolf or a dog, you know. Um, so they kind but of not the icy blue White Walker eyes. Right. <laughs> so it's more like, like the wolf gleam. Yes. So, um, but yeah, it's a really cool print. This one's only forty dollars and yeah they're wearing like their um like you know alternate like black like jersey shirt jersey uh shirt jerseys um t-shirt jerseys um uh so yeah definitely go check that one out this is a really cool one featuring multiple players from the team and uh yeah it's kind of like a nice like animated kind of night scene in the snow and the trees with the with their eyes gleaming so yeah pure hoop the pack print go check that one out that's number six on our power rankings list tweet it out at wolves cast follow us number five on our list i brought it up as a weekly 
movie, Wolfie, two weeks ago when Robert was here, is the Tibbs Eats Farts shirt. This is actually on my Christmas list, and I do hope somebody gives it to me. As well as another thing we didn't put on this list, that Carl Anthony Towns plush doll. Ooh. I hope one of my family members gets that for me, because yeah. I put it on my list I sent to yeah, the family. Yeah, you can find that on NBA.com. It's so cute. It looks this like This Tibbs Eats Farts uh, shirt, very hilarious, kind of an animated thing. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Tom Thibodeau is like wheeling a wagon with, uh, <laughs> with a cat in it, and like Wiggins is... Uh, drawing on his head and says Tibbs eats farts and then uh, Levine's on some balloons. It's a very fun t-shirt and you can get any style you want because it's on tea public so you can get any color you want any like t-shirt style so the prices range depending on like what kind of shirt you want to get but the username is Teagery like Jeff Teague. Okay. Last name Teague. Like take Teague's last name from Jeff Teague and add an R-Y. Teagery. The show is called the shirt is called Tibbs Eats Farts so you can just Google that because you know you're smart enough to use Google. Nice. Number four on our power rankings list this week, uh, Timberwolf Stance Socks. Stance is the official sock provider, sock brand of the NBA. Um, they're getting really big these days. They um, they got they're they're where you go for socks. Basically, they got lots of cool socks that have like printed like NBA legends on them and different team logos and stuff. But these are actually the socks that I believe every player in the league wears while they play. Actually, like yep. this is league official uniform stuff right here, and you can get them at stance.com. You were telling me that there's like uh, saucier designs though than what yeah. the players because the players yeah. have to wear like. One or two different color patterns, exactly. ones. But these ones, you said there's like socks with Wiggins dunking on them. That's and right. Stuff they like have that. like ones that have like a graphic image, like a whole picture printed on the socks. Screenshot. Of, of yeah, screenshot of Wiggins dunking. They have the throwback, um, you know, Shep logo on there as well. So they have they have a couple different ones, so that you can get the ones that the players wear in the game that kind of matches their uniform and stuff, or you can get the sort of more fun, fan friendly ones with older logos and images of the players and stuff like that. So and you know what socks. Good gift. Great I gift. I like getting gifts That's of nice socks. little stocking stuffer you, right you there. You always need new socks. Put Man. The, put these socks in your sock stocking stuffer uh, right there. I like I like this, the imagery there. That would be clever. A sock in a sock. Let's make it happen. Be, yeah. Number three, no one knows better about this than Neil. Yeah, sure. You go on that eBay. You get those retro jerseys, the apparel, the promotional items. Just general eBay. Just you, type in just Timberwolves. EBay. What other keywords do you like to use? Timberwolves, uh, okay, so you, vintage. I'm I'm not trying to you know you know get too much competition here on my game. Just but, give me uh, uh, some of the bigger no, keywords. No, no, I always search one. just for Timberwolves. But then for me, I'm always looking for the old promo items and like old jerseys and stuff. So you can you can do the you can do the categories, and what you want is fan apparel, um, the fan apparel category, and then I search by newly listed. Um, so you can see what new stuff is on there from this week or and whatever. Should you list your eBay names so that people know not to bid against you? Or do you think no, people will take that information? It's okay. Let's and... go. Let's go. I, <laughs> I, right. I'm not trying to block too many people. Let's go. And there's no one's out there anyway. So um, this, week, this week I bought a Gerald Green Timberwolves jersey. No. It's, all, it's on the way. All right. <laughs> Gerald Green. It's 20 bucks. It's on the I don't way. Don't see too many of those. Yeah, That'll be great. Number 15. Um, so you can find old jerseys. So you know, if you have a Timberwolves fan in your life, or maybe you are this fan who's you know, looking for something a little more rare, a little something that's not necessarily on shelves and everywhere now, eBay is the place to go. It, the hard thing about eBay for Christmas is you don't know what you're going to find. If you're looking for a specific thing, it might not be up right now. So you kind of, with eBay, you got to be willing to be flexible. You right? can probably type Timberwolves into Etsy and find some crafty stuff oh, too. You I've know? never done that before. And that way they're not bidding against you. That's and, a great one. That's a, yeah, that's a great you're, one. Hey, you're one step closer to achieving your dream of cosplaying the cupcake dunk. So, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can't Let's wait. Let's go. Let's do that. Okay, number two on our list. We're getting close to the end here. The Lynx Holiday 3-Pack. That's right. The Minnesota Lynx also um, very important, very near and dear to this podcast heart. It's not just wolves here. Um, I'm fighting anybody over the Lynx. Yeah, yeah. So the Lynx, um, they're already offering tickets for next uh, summer's games. Um, they... Um, you know, they kick off in, in May, I believe, early May. And you can get the Lynx Holiday 3-pack, three, three great games. Um, you can see them, uh, I think, the season opener against Chicago Sky, uh, July game against the Sparks, and then later in the season against Brianna Stewart and the Seattle Storm. And there's um, a couple different tiered packages, $55, $85, $115 for three tickets to the Lynx game. They're playing at XL Energy Center next summer the entire season. Much better venue than Target Center. So that's always fun. I get to see a playoff game there this this uh, previous season. So go check that out. The Lynx Holiday 3-Pack is an awesome Christmas gift, especially if it's something you know, you're know you going to go with somebody else, maybe get you for you and your dad, you and your mom, you and your brother or sister, or um, your significant other. I think it's a cool one. If you've been to a Lynx, Lynx game, game so and you love the Lynx, it's a good gift because you can bring someone else with you. I was like never more converted than uh, to a Lynx fan than when I went to my first game because it's such a great experience. It's beautiful. So, uh, you know, if you've never been to one and you like the Timberwolves enough to listen to this podcast, uh-huh. you really owe it to yourself. And, uh, you know, once you go, you're welcome. Scott, bring you're, us home. you're going to tell me thank What's you. the last one? What's the last one here? Number one. The number one be? Christmas gift. Hot item, the Tickle Me Elmo of 2016. Oh, oh. Tibbs Mullet Pin okay. from your boys at Wolves Cast. Okay, we're the still selling pin. them. We got that iconic image of Tibbs. Maybe the image they'll show in his obituary is mm, so iconic. 1989. It's the one with that dapper Timberwolves tracksuit, flowing locks, and the mullet back yep. when he was an assistant coach for the Timberwolves. You can buy that pin. It costs nothing. Actually, it costs a few dollars, but it's so cheap. It's an easy stocking stuffer. You can even pin it onto someone's stocking. Go to twolves.com. You're going to find it on the shop tab. and yeah, wolvescast.com. Wolves. <laughs> Whoa, my bad, everybody. <laughs> wolvescast.com. That's right, wolvescast.com. Eight, $8. So a nice little easy gift right there. Get promo that code for your ICE. Favorite Wolves fan. Free yes. shipping if you use promo code ICE. That's right. Um, I'm pretty sure if you order before Tuesday... If I put it in the mail on Tuesday, it should get to you in you time go. with standard delivery. You heard it here. Um, so if that's what you're going for, please do it before Tuesday. Otherwise, I can't guarantee you'll get it before Christmas. Very nice. That is our power rankings list. Uh, Timberwolves Christmas gifts. You guys, let us know what you're getting your pals for Christmas who are all your Wolves fans. And friends. if you want to give us a gift... Get the pin. Download the Give yourself. Show. Give us the gift That's by right. getting a pin and wearing it. And if you have a pin already, post that stuff on social media. Wear it loud, wear it proud, and tell people where you found it. All right, next segment. Here we go. Now presenting your weekly wolfies. Very nice. Weekly wolfies time. We're going to run through these real quick. We're running out of time here. My weekly wolfie. This week is an Instagram account that I found. Um, Instagram account. This person is goes by House of underscore Jimenez. Have you seen this, Scott? Jimenez? Do you know about this? Um, no. This, this is, is someone that has been on my radar this week. Posts beautiful pictures from games. Ooh. And um, David Sherman, the official photographer of the Wolves and the Timberwolves account, I think have been posting some of his pictures on wow. Instagram this week. These are They're some just nice photos. Beautiful photographs. He's with the team. He's with he he has pictures from Target Center and then from the United Center where the Bulls game was this week. Um and wow, they're just some of the best like 
in-game photos I've seen in a while. Um, I love his editing style and everything. So House of Jimenez. It's House of underscore Jimenez. Yes, and again, we'll have that in the show notes for you. Um, like he, just, just, just beautiful, beautiful photos um, from this week, and uh, really like his stuff. Hopefully, he shoots all season. Uh, awesome. For Shouts the to him. Yeah. Winner of my weekly Wolfies. Especially because they don't win at trivia. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> Thank you to my Wolves cast listeners who come and play trivia every week at Darby's Pub and Grill. Every Tuesday, All 6 right. p.m. is a trivia mafia thing. I'm always hosting. And there's two teams that reliably come every week and draw a basketball next to their team name. You that's draw a basketball to next to your team name. That's that secret code that lets me know you're a podcast listener. And I'll give you an extra point. Nobody even does that. So two teams do that. That's Dat Boys and Lutheran Volleyball Club. Thank All you right. to both Shout of those teams. They go to the trivia. They know, they know about our show. They get the extra points. They're on it. So you know what? Uh, shouts to them and go to Darby's and get that point. And then... Now that we've done that, it's time for our game. Yeah, let's get it going. Got to switch it over. It's game time, you guys. Wait, you know, I want to do a want... drop. I want to do a drop before you, we get this music. Oh, right, we can do them both. Do, uh, do them both. David Stern. Doody E.B. Neil, do you know what time it is? What time is Doody it? Doody E.B. That's what time it is. It's do- time for it's another time. edition. The second <laughs> edition. I don't think you liked this game very much the first time we played it, so oh, I didn't want to tell you about it. Is that an NBA player or a Star Wars character? Oh, Version, volume two. We Star did this. Wars week. I remember we recorded a pod like minutes before I went and saw Force Awakens yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to just read some names, and you're going to okay. tell me whether it's an NBA player, former or current. Okay. You don't have to name that. Just say NBA player, or if it's a Star Wars character. All right, cool. Let's go. Let's get it started. We're going to go with Unkar Plut. Unkar Plut. Yeah. I've never heard of that as an NBA player. I gotta guess Star Wars character. That's right. He's yes. he's giving those portions out to Daisy Ridley. Oh, know? Reagan and her food portions. That's okay, him. so he like bought the scrap the scrap metal. Yep. Played by actually guy. a human in a costume, Simon Pegg from Shaun of the Dead. No way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. I put this one in here because I felt like you might need a layup to help your confidence because you. of how bad you Thank did last you. time. Thank you. Festus Azili. <laughs> he sounds like it could be a Star Wars character, right? Scott, that's an NBA player. That's an NBA player. NBA champion. He He's in, currently injured for the Portland Trailblazers right now. I don't think he's played this season. He's been out. All right. All right, Festus. Next up, Tibor Plice. Tibor Plice. I believe he was drafted by the Wolves. Nah, he might have been. I don't think I don't think he's he was. Frenchman, he Frenchman, was, right? It wasn't NBA, German. He was on the German, German national team this summer. Oh, that's how. I, okay. He was traded for Kendall Marshall uh, from the Utah Jazz really? to the 76ers this summer, okay, and then, okay. then cut. So he's not with the team right T-Bor now. Tibor Plus, NBA player. That's right. All right. All right. Let's do the next one. Zoran Planinich. Zoran Planinich. I mean, Zoran Dragic is Goran Dragic's brother. Uh, but I've never heard this name. I'm going to go Star Wars? No. Oh, real NBA player? Played for the New Jersey Nets for no. three seasons in the early no 2000s. Way. Incredible. Wow. Good All one. Right. We're going to go with our next one. Orson Krennic. Orson Krennic. Hmm. I don't know. Orson Krennic, I've, that's another one I've not heard before. I'm going to say Star Wars. That is. He's yes. uh, he's a villain in the new Rogue One movie. Good to know. Apparently. Orson. We'll be looking out for Orson this weekend. All right. Let's do let's do three more real quick. Whoa. All right. Let's uh, go with Galen Urso. Galen Urso. Yeah. Sounds like Force Awakens. Star Wars. It's Rogue One, but you're Rogue right about it. Star Wars. Urso. All right. Let's do Obina Ikizi. Also Star Wars? 
NBA. Ooh, who is it? Uh, he just kind of like floated around the league. Okay, he played okay. for Vancouver, Toronto, Washington, Vancouver. Dallas, Clippers, wow. and Atlanta. Mid nineties, from like two thousand to like two thousand five. All right, all right. All right one final more. one. Final one. Bulbs Ehlers. Bulbs Ehlers has to be Star Wars. Bulbs Ehlers is the first ever draft pick of the Celtics. Ugh. Third overall in 1947. He was also drafted by the Chicago Bears and the New York Yankees. Good one. So, Bulbs Ehlers. I knew I'd <laughs> use that name when I found it. Um, so, that was our game for this week. I'm yep. going to have my tickets to see Rogue One on Saturday. Can't cool. wait. We love Star Sunday. Wars. Going on Star Sunday. Wars family. Yeah, definitely. Always going to be a Star Wars family. Grew up having them toys. That's right. We Although got, I remember we got into Star Wars because they re-released the original trilogy on VHS in like 1997. But before that, this is the story I always tell people and it gets a good laugh, is that we had all of our movies like recorded off television on yes. their like blank VHS tapes. Yes, and, and the watch tape, them in the car. And the, yeah, the <laughs> tape that had Star Wars on it had them recorded in the order Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope. So the first like <laughs> three or four times I watched Star Wars, that's oh, the no. order I watched them in. And I only got like 40% of it anyways at that age where like so yeah. much of it's going over yeah, your head. Yeah. But it was just like a really weird way to be introduced to the watch Star Wars movies. out of order. Good yeah. times. Oh, well, we just wanted to see lightsabers and stuff. Yeah, when you're a kid, it's just so, all about seeing so Toys, yeah, seeing your toys in action. All right, you guys, thanks for listening to our show this week. Appreciate you guys being here through all the general misery that is the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, that is the year 2016. Well, in, yeah, the in, whole year in, in general. We lost Sager, uh, you know, earlier this week, and and you know, bad things keep on coming. The Timberwolves had a good win this week, but you know, kind of definitely in that in that in that zone of the bad side of 2016 at this point anyway so definitely appreciate you listening to our show as get we you, try and get, get you that Timberwolves happy light I mean it's take not care like of the yourselves wolves. take care of each other love one yeah. another yeah. you know and uh, we'll get through this together yeah okay so we'll be back next week with another show as we will for the rest of the season appreciate you listening happy holidays get, get, get on those gifts for your pals everybody he just gave you the best wolves, wolves gifts tips mullet pin <laughs> tips mullet pin at the top perfect. of perfect just put it on the stocking pin it onto that stocking thanks for listening guys see you next week Okay, look, I've never in my life tried to really go at you in your suits and stuff. Tonight, I am stressing to you, you take this outfit home and you burn it. We don't want to see this. I know you don't double back with outfits. I've never seen you in an outfit twice, but you take this right here. I don't care if it's Versace, name brand. It costs Saeed. You, I, no, Saeed, I don't care. You take this and you burn it. There's not any part I can keep? No, nothing. So when you get done with this, you should be butt ass naked. This should be this should be burnt. Okay? It's good to see you, like always. In, in the shoes too. Just burn them. Okay? They just burn it. Don't ask no questions. Just burn the whole the red socks, which the people can't see at home. Take all this, handkerchief, lime thong, all that. Burn it. Okay? Fire cell. Burn it.